Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Stay in Your Lane podcast. My name is Dora Senkongu, and I am always honored and delighted to share with you the Word of God. I'm very excited about what I'm going to share with you this day in episode five of Stay in Your Lane. I've called this episode, Guard Your Heart. Guard Your Heart. That's our Stay in Your Lane podcast today. But first, we'll pray before we jump in. Jesus, as always, we are delighted for the gift of your word. Thank you for the treasures that are hidden in your word. Thank you for the truths that are hidden in your principles, O oh Lord. And so, Lord, today, even as we go back into scripture to learn a thing or two, I pray that our hearts will be ready, our minds will be receptive, and, Lord, our feet will be quick to move to action so that we may see the full fruit that comes from obeying your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we're talking about guarding your heart. Now, a very important thing to say right at the beginning when we're talking about the heart is that the heart is the center of our being. The heart is where life flows out from. The heart is the key organ or facet of life, you know. So even for the human body to function, the human heart has to be in good condition. It has to be in good working condition. If the human body is going to be working all right, the human heart has to be okay. In fact, if the human heart gets a problem, then that could potentially mean the end of the life of that human being whose heart has a problem. So the heart is the center of our being. And the same thing or the same role that the human heart plays for the human body is the same role that the heart, the spiritual, when we talk about heart, when we talk about mind, will, and emotions, the same role the physical heart plays in the human body is really the same role that the heart plays in the guiding of one's life. If your life is going to move in the right direction, then your heart, your conscience, your emotions, your, you know, your mind has to be in alignment with where uh, you're headed in life. And so if your heart has a problem, if how you perceive things has a problem, if your emotions have a problem, if your thought life has a problem, if your uh, will, uh, intellect has a problem, because all of these words mean heart. When you say heart, how you can explain what your meaning is, you could use alternative words like the mind. You could use words like uh, the thoughts, or uh, you could use words like intellect. Uh, will, emotions, all of those words can also uh, double as meaning heart because all of these things proceed out of the heart. And so the same role that the human heart plays for the human body to survive is the same role that your heart, your unseen, untouchable heart, your, the part of you that makes decisions, your thought life, that's the same role that that heart plays for the movement or the direction that your life is going to take. The heart, by the way, is also hidden from the naked eye. So I'm talking about the human heart, the physical one. is hidden from the naked eye. And it's so easy to ignore it, and yet it's the determinant of all of life. Sometimes the, choose, the, I'm sorry, the, the food that we choose to eat uh, can affect our physical heart. Um, there are certain foods that I really love, love, love so much. I love things that have flour in them. I love things that are 
salty, you know. Now, all of these things are nice delicacies to eat, but if they are eaten in excess, then they can damage the human heart. And because the human heart cannot be seen, sometimes we eat away, not minding the effect our, the food we eat is going to have on our bodies or on our heart. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't affect the heart somehow. So the fact that the heart is hidden away does not make it of little importance. In fact, that it's hidden away is even all the more reason to take care of it because we never know what might be affecting it. So the same way that the physical heart is hidden away in the physical body is the same way that our mind, will, emotions are hidden away from the naked eye. We cannot see them. Even if you underwent a surgical operation, they would not be able to find your mind, will, and emotions. They're untouchable, but they're existent in your soul. They're there. You have a heart even though you can't see it. So even though you can't see it, that doesn't mean that you do not take care of it. I want to read a few scriptures about the heart to kind of give you perspective about what the heart is, what the role of the heart is, and why you need to be taking care of your heart. Proverbs 14 verse 30 says that a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Proverbs 15 13 says a happy heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. Proverbs 17, 22 says, A cheerful heart makes for good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Proverbs 27, verse 19 says, As water reflects a face, so a man's heart reflects the man. Proverbs 28, 14 says, Blessed is the man who always fears the Lord, but he who hardens his heart falls into trouble. Matthew 20, uh, 12 verse 34 says that from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So those scriptures and many others that I could have read for you give us perspective into what is the heart? What are we talking about? When we say guard your heart, what are we saying to guard? Uh, if you look at those portions from the Proverbs, you see that the heart is the place where peace is felt. Because it says in 1430 Proverbs, a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. So peace is felt in the heart. Happiness, Proverbs 1513 says, a happy heart makes the face cheerful. Happiness is felt in the heart. Heartache is face, uh, felt in the heart. A crushed spirit is felt in the heart. Cheerfulness is felt in the heart. Uh, yeah, so it, it's important that we understand what what we are exactly trying to address here. This is the, the heart, not the physical heart that the doctors work with when you have a problem, but this is the heart, the unseen, untouchable part of you where life is directed, life is ordered, life is given direction. Uh, I want to talk uh, to you about some types of hearts before I even go into the gist of today's sharing. The types of hearts. Uh, in Matthew 13, verse 15, it talks about a hardened heart. It says that for this people's heart has become hardened. They do not hear anything anymore and have closed their eyes. Can you imagine that? A heart can be hardened that you can no longer hear anything or even see anything. Hebrews 3.15 says that today when you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. So the Bible talks about a hardened heart. Your heart can become hard. Your heart can become incapable of being penetrated and you, you cease to hear anything. 
uh, there's a heavy heart, another type of heart, a heavy heart. Luke 21 verse 34 says that. Take heed, do not let your hearts be weighed down by the cares of life so that the day of the Lord comes without you knowing. So you can have a heavy heart. There's a broken heart. That's the other one. Psalms 34 verse 18 says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those that are crushed in spirit. Um, Psalms 147 verse 3 says he gives comfort by saying he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Isaiah 61 verse 1 says that he came, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon him to heal the brokenhearted. Another type of heart is uh, a troubled heart, a troubled heart. John 14 verse 1, Jesus said that do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. Wow. Your heart can actually be troubled. But Jesus said do not have a troubled heart. Trust in him. And the last type of heart I want to share with you today is a sincere heart. It is possible. There is such a thing. There is such a possibility as one having a heart that is sincere. Isn't that a beautiful thought? I want to have a sincere heart. I want to have a heart that has no guile in it, that has no um, second thoughts in it. I want to have a heart that is, can be trusted, that is genuine, that people can rely and bank on a sincere heart. When you're talking to someone, their heart is sincere. When you're interacting with them, you feel like there's, a, there's sincerity pouring out from their heart. In Hebrews chapter 10, Verse uh, 22, I think. Um, Hebrews chapter 10, sorry, let me clarify that. Hebrews 10, 22 says that, um, wow, I think I may have mis- I misquoted it. I got the wrong scripture. But anyway, it talks about having a sincere heart, having a heart that is uh, genuine, that, is, um, that can be relied on and trusted. Okay, so moving on, after understanding that the heart is the center of your being, and I've read you scriptures that help you understand what happens in the heart. I've even showed you that we can have a certain type of a heart. You can have a hardened heart. You can have a heavy heart. You can have a broken heart. You can have a troubled heart or even a sincere heart. But how do we know what's going on in our hearts? Sometimes we don't exactly have a good idea about what's going on in our hearts. How do we figure out what's happening in our hearts? I want to share with you four things that tell you that there's something wrong going on in your heart. These are like signals. These are like indicators. You know, when you're driving a vehicle and you put on the indicator and it signals to the people outside your vehicle that your car is moving in a certain direction. You're turning left, you're turning right. Uh, The dashboard, when you're driving a car, it has a dashboard and this dashboard has many lights. And when the fuel is out, the dashboard begins to show you a certain light, which tells you that you're running low on fuel and you need to go and refill. We need to pay attention to the signals on the dashboard of our lives. Because if we don't pay attention to these signals, then we keep driving the vehicle thinking the fuel will get us there but the signal already said there's not enough fuel you need to stop at a petrol station and so if we don't then we crash 
then we find ourselves halted and we can't move on any further. It can even destroy the engine of the car if you're talking about physical fuel. It can destroy the direction of our lives if we are constantly ignoring the signals, the things that tell us what's going on on the inside of us in our hearts. I want to share with you four things that when you see these things, when you identify these things, or just as general knowledge, that these are the things that will help you understand what is going on on the inside of you in your heart so that you pay attention to it and don't ignore it. First of all is your thoughts. Your thoughts will tell you what's going on in your heart. Your words will tell you what's going on in your heart. Your motives, your intentions, your goals, your motivations, they'll tell you what's going on in your heart. Your attitudes will tell you what's going on in your heart. These four things, and there could even be others, these are like uh, dashboard lights that tell you there's a problem in your heart or things are going on well in your heart. What's the attitude you have towards things? What are the motives you have towards things? What are the words you regularly speak? And what are the thoughts that occupy your mind? These things tell you what's happening in your heart. And if you pay attention to these signals, you're going to have a healthy heart. Before I dive in, I want to read kind of what I consider the leading scripture about the heart. And this scripture is found in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. This scripture tells you what to do with your heart and it tells you the purpose of your heart. It says, guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flow the issues of life. It says, guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flow the issues of life. It's like someone telling you that Drop everything you're doing and pay attention to this one detail because the rest of your life is going to be determined by it. So that's what I'm saying, that the heart, the condition of your heart is going to determine the rest of your life. You need to pay attention to your heart. You need to pay attention to what's going on in your heart because the rest of your life will be determined by what's going on in your heart right now, will be determined by your current thoughts, will be determined by your regularly used words will be determined by your motives, will be determined by your attitudes. Okay, so zeroing in a little bit on the thoughts, Matthew 15 verse 19 says that, from the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, slander, everything, every bad thing comes out of the heart. Every bad thing will come out of the heart. Talking about words, Matthew 15 verse 18 says that the things that come out of the heart are what make a man unclean. So how do you know things are coming out of your heart? It's your words, the words you speak. They tell you, oh, that's what came out of my heart. Those are the things that make you unclean, not the things that go in. Motives, your motives tell you what's going on in your heart. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 to 12 says that Daniel purposed in his heart not to be defiled by the food from the king's table. Um, his motives were right. His motives were good. He was like, you know what? I just don't want to be defiled by the food from the king's table. So he purposed in his heart. He had a motive going on that I will not eat that food because I don't want to be defiled by that food from the king's table. Second Corinthians 9 verse 7 says that do not give you know, when you're giving generously, when you're giving a gift, when you're giving an offering, it says don't give grudgingly. Don't give grudgingly. Eh? Don't give with a heart that is grumbling. Eh, they're taking all our money. They're this and that and the other. No, give with a heart that is happy. Motives. 
So whether your motives are good or bad tells you what's going on in your heart. Whether your words are good or bad tells you what's going on in your heart. Whether your thoughts are good or bad tells you what's going on in your heart. And these are the things out of which life flows out of. Life flows from your thoughts, your words, your motives. And the final one I told you was your attitudes. Life flows from your attitudes. In Matthew chapter 5, there's a portion of scripture that is called the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes. The Beatitudes. Like the attitudes you can be. Did you know that God blesses a good attitude? God actually blesses a good attitude. Uh, in Matthew 5, um, you can open that portion and read from verse 3 to verse 48. It talks about the different attitudes. I'll just list out some of them for you. A need for God. It says that blessed are the poor in spirit for uh, they shall be, what does it say? For they shall be filled or for something like that. Um, the B attitudes. Let me quickly open it here so I'm reading it accurately. Uh, verse 3 of chapter 5, Matthew says, Blessed are the poor in spirit for they realize their need for God, for the kingdom of God is theirs. Those people realize their need for God. So God blesses an attitude of needing him, attitude of coming to him for comfort. Blessed are those who mourn. So he's not talking about people who are mourning and they just go and mourn and they don't want anyone to even say anything to them, no comfort for them. They just want to be mourning. No, he's talking about those who mourn and they seek God's comfort that they shall find it. God blesses an attitude of seeking for comfort from him. God blesses humility. Mm? He says in verse 5 of chapter 5, Matthew, God blesses those who are humble for they will inherit the whole earth. Can you imagine? Humility will make you inherit the whole earth. God blesses an attitude of humility. God blesses an attitude of thirsting for righteousness. God blesses a merciful attitude, peace-loving attitude, being the salt of the earth and light of the world attitude, a pure heart attitude, sticking with what is right kind of attitude. God blesses an attitude of being faithful to commitments. So what's your attitude? God blesses attitudes. Four things are like the signals of what's going on in your heart. They'll tell you, what's going on on the inside of you. They'll tell you whether your life is moving in the right direction or whether you're going off track. Mm? So my encouragement today is that you stay in the lane of uh, cultivating attitudes and thoughts and words and uh, motives that are right in your heart. As you guard your heart, as you guard what is coming out of your heart, you're going to experience good fruit the scripture said in Proverbs 4, 23, that guard your heart because life flows out of your heart. Life flows out of your heart. So how do you guard your heart as we conclude, as we conclude this, uh, this podcast today? Uh, just a few thoughts. First of all, watch what's coming out of your mouth. Watch what's coming out of your thoughts. What thoughts are coming to the surface? What attitudes are coming to the surface? What do people regularly say is your attitude? Um, watch that. Don't, don't just be um, frustrated about it, but watch it. Watch the words you speak. Uh, what are your conversations in private? That will tell you what's going on in your heart. Hebrews twelve fifteen says that see to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God and that no root of bitterness springs up to cause trouble, uh, defiling many. It says see to it like see to it. Hmm? Ensure the Bible says uh, that, Lord, place a guard on my mouth. I think it's in the Psalms that, Lord, place a watchman on my mouth. Like, place a guard to see what comes out. Watch what's coming out. How do you guard your heart? Watch what's coming out. 
Second thing you do to guard your heart is come to Jesus. You know, sometimes we remain with our heavy heart, broken heart, troubled heart, hardened heart. If you realize that your heart is in one of those bad conditions, come to Jesus. Come to him. John 7, 38 says that anyone who believes in me may come and drink of the, uh, uh, may come and drink the water that I give and rivers of living water shall flow from his heart. Come to Jesus. Number three, how do you guard your heart? Do not be anxious. Philippians 4, 6 to 7 says that do not be anxious for anything, but in all things by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, make your requests known to him. And the peace of God that passes understanding will guard your heart. What do you do to guard your heart? Number one, watch it. Watch, watch what's coming out. Watch your words. Watch your thoughts. Watch your attitudes. Watch your motives. If you see any of those things is going south, is going wrong, eh? your emotions are going off track. Your attitudes are going off track. Your words are going off track. When you see any of those things going off, eh? that is your moment to pause and go like, eh, eh, what is going on with me? What's going on in my heart? That's your moment to, to check your heart and begin back on a path towards health. Uh, so number three, uh, number one, I've said, watch what's coming out. Number two, I've said, come to Jesus and he'll give you a drink of living water. And out of your heart, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Number three, I've said, be, do not be anxious about anything. From that Philippians scripture, do not be anxious about every, anything. Number four, pray about everything. When you have an emotion that is unsettling you, an attitude that is unsettling you, a thought that is unsettling you, a bad motive, you have bad motive towards someone, a bad attitude... Take it to God in prayer. Do not hesitate about praying about anything. Anger is eating you up. Take it to God in prayer. Fear is overtaking your life. Take it to God in prayer. Anxiety, take it to God in prayer. And then number five, give thanks about everything. Enter into the habit of being thankful. Enter into the habit of being full of gratitude, expressing your gratitude. And lastly, receive the peace of God. It is the peace of God that guards our heart, according to that Philippians scripture. Uh, I've read you Philippians, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, pray about everything, give thanks about everything. And then it says, the peace of God that passes understanding shall guard your heart in Christ Jesus. So I want to encourage you, receive the peace of God today. Allow it to guard your heart. Abandon any thoughts, emotions, attitudes, mindsets, motives that are just making your heart heavy, that are creating an unhealthy heart condition for you. And choose a healthy heart. Run to Jesus for a drink of refreshment. Go to him and pour out your heart to him. Pour your frustration out to him. Give thanks. You know, when you give thanks, it just uh, cleanses even the complaining out of your heart. Because you realize that you're more blessed than not blessed. So whenever you begin to count your blessings and realize the blessings of God for your life, then it becomes easy to give thanks. And whenever you give thanks, it's like you're purging your heart from things that are weighing it down, that are making it 
uh, a difficult heart for God to penetrate and cause his purposes to be established in and through you. I'm praying for you that you will choose to guard your heart. I'm praying for you that you'll be cautious and catch the things that want to contaminate your heart. And I pray that you'll have a healthy heart. Stay in your lane. Guard your heart today. God bless you.